Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello and welcome. Today we've got Michael Jaco, former CIA and Navy SEAL. And we are going to be discussing Trudeau and the truckers and Super Bowl and much more. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to our Telegram channels and to nicholasvaniarmin.com for my free email updates. I have a new free newsletter coming on. We're changing systems, so we need your email address. Also, I was going to say, if you're watching this for the first time on YouTube, I will leave the link below in the description for the full interview, unless, of course, myself and Michael can choose our words wisely due to the insane censorship that's happening right now. Michael, thank you for joining me. How are you and what have you been up to? Doing great, Nicholas, and, uh, you know, happy Valentine's Day to you and all your subscribers and viewers. Yeah, happy Valentine's to you and to all of you as well. So let's go into Trudeau. He's trying to pass laws to break up the truckers. And then we've heard previously that GoFundMe was trying to support communist, you know, uh, campaigns. So what do you think is really going on there? All of the funding sources seem to be, uh, either, they're either drying up. The, the latest one was hacked into and attacked. Uh, so they're, they're taking money. I gave money to it. A lot of my, a lot of people that, uh, that follow me, uh, I posted, uh, you know, the GoFundMe thing. So there was like $9 million, I think. And then they started another funding and another source when GoFundMe, uh, you know, said that they weren't going to give the money to the truckers, uh, and that some of it has been given to a bank, a Canadian bank to distribute as they see fit. It's like, wow. So, you know, the, the attacks on uh, freedom is, uh, are coming uh, from every direction right now. So a lot of people are protesting, you know, for freedoms and there are a lot of people in government that are trying to mandate what we, you know, put in our systems and so forth. And a lot of people just aren't going along with that. They don't want that. It's the freedom to have a choice of, you know, what, what you put in your body, not the government telling you what goes in there. So that's, that's very important. I think we have a right to resist and an obligation to resist. I think it can be done peacefully like it's happening right now, but I've heard that from friends that are watching uh, Canadian news and so forth. They're informing me that they're passing bills to basically come after anyone on the internet in Canada that's posting uh, support for truckers. And they're also passing an emergency act bill that they can uh, take military action or, or wh whatever they see fit against anyone that's, uh, you know, like the truckers or anyone that's resisting, because there was a place in Ambassador Bridge in the United States where they were doing a, a trucker movement convoy that blocked the bridge for, uh, for quite some time. And they came in and broke that up and moved that on and, and said that anyone that was there, they were going to, you know, find them and arrest them. I think they did arrest a, a few people that basically crossed police barriers. So not, not something smart to do, but everyone else basically uh, dispersed peaceful, peaceful movement, you know, peaceful demonstration. Uh, and the police came in and, and broke that up. Now, what we're also hearing is that Trudeau is asking for U.S. assistance and U.S. assistance coming from the Biden administration to help them. So everyone's pulling out all the stops you know, the, to suppress, you know, freedoms now. It's something that, as we're seeing, they have to do this. They have to push back on this because otherwise, you know, they're going to lose their power. 
and they're going to hold on to it in any shape, form, or fashion that they can. I think that the, the peaceful protest is the only way to go moving forward, kind of like Gandhi did. Peaceful protest, eventually it, it collapsed you know, uh, a system of uh, extreme suppression of freedoms. And once once you do that, once you collapse those uh, systems and people don't support it anymore, there's there's no way it can go forward. So we'll see an extreme pushback. How far that goes remains to be seen. Now, I predicted that Ottawa, they would they would come in and use force to break up the uh, the Ottawa protest, but it can just form somewhere else because we just saw all the way on the other side, the the west coast of Canada, they're starting to form another convoy and blocking the border crossings and so forth in support of the uh, trucker convoy as well. So it's just going to pick up, you know, it, it'll get suppressed in one area. It picks up in another area. And I think this is just going to continue. It's awakening a lot of people, a lot of people that were on the fence wondering how they could get involved or seeing now this is the way. So people are showing up in uh, good numbers and supporting this. Of course, it's super cold in Canada right now. So people are really, you know, going out of the way to support this right now. And I appreciate that, you know, as we move into warmer, warmer climates, I think warmer days, I think this really starts to pick up momentum. Absolutely. What's the situation, uh, Michael, with, with Russia and Ukraine, where people say, oh, they're going to go to war. And I'm hearing as well that, you know, it's a, a reason that the deep state want to create to, because they know there's going to be maybe an energy crisis that I'm hearing. What do you think about that? Well, the Ukraine is, uh, you know, it has uh, many resources there. It also has been for the Gazarian mafia pretty much has been in their roots are in Ukraine. So the, the deep state has been entrenched there for quite some time. Russia, I think, is uh, supporting, you know, Ukraine because I think a lot of Russian territories broke away from the old Soviet Union so that they could create a new type of Russia. And that's pretty much what has happened now. Ukraine has, has pulled away from Russia, the good Russia, I believe, that's not deep state controlled and has gone to the deep state side because that's where they were. They had an entrenchment. So we're seeing the Biden administration and so forth, you know, has collusion there with with the, uh, the administration or past administrations in Ukraine, uh, sending taxpayer money there. And it's basically a way that they can steal. So. Uh, the Kazira Mafia has been very efficient at stealing money from people for a long time. So this is all being disclosed. I think that the Biden family is, you know, we're seeing Hunter Biden and, and Biden himself are basically just a, a family mafia, a political family mafia. And the same thing with the Clinton. So these are political mafias, political mm -hmm. family mafias. And I just had uh, recently a guest, and I think it might actually come on your show as well. Sean Taylor, who's uh, gathered like hundreds of thousands of documentation about trafficking uh, that's been going on, drug trafficking, human trafficking, and so forth, that has come through where he was stationed uh, as a police officer and law enforcement and Department of Justice, actual special, not prosecutor, but witness. Uh, and they're, they're bringing all this information forward. So the Clinton family, you know, through Mena, Arkansas, we, we, we've seen the, the movie with Tom Cruise and also, you know, lots of trafficking that came through that area when uh, Bill Clinton was governor and Hillary Clinton was there. So they had ties to Al Gore, the Al Gore family. So he's disclosing all this information. And I think more and more people are doing that, you know, 
pointing out that, you know, coming across the border, uh, we have fentanyl coming across the border in massive numbers. That's causing massive numbers of death. We had one police officer that was uh, describing how there's 287 people that are dying per day in the U.S. from fentanyl uh, overdoses, opioids, and so forth that are coming from Mexico, which are funded uh, and sent to Mexico by China. Mm-hmm. So China is infiltrating and causing a lot of problems in the U.S. I think, you know, when we have we look at the Wu flu is also a problem, another attack. So lots of attacks that are coming from China. Has the world responded to China yet? Not yet. But at some point, uh, we have to get the deep state operatives that are in our own countries, get control of them, and then start to push back on uh, these other sources that are coming in to take out. So 287 people, it's like a 747 that's crashing every day full of people dying. That's unbelievable uh, numbers that are dying over 100,000 per year that's dying in America just from that one fentanyl coming across the border. Mm-hmm. Why is it now that um, you know news is coming out in the alternative media that you know the Clinton Foundation infiltrated the, the Trump Tower servers so that they can prove uh, you know and frame forty five Mister T uh, that he was colluding with Russia? Why is it only just coming out now? And do you know if it's going to be coming out in the mainstream media as well? Well, the mainstream media is controlled by the deep state. So no, the mainstream media will, will push back and, and call that a conspiracy theory type stuff as they normally do. But it is coming out on social media platforms like us. So we're basically the news now. A lot of people are coming to us, as we know, in greater and greater numbers. And on the mainstream media, they're having less and less views. So Trump said this long ago. He said that he was being spied on in Trump Tower, I think, early on uh, in his administration. And now, uh, you know, Durham, the Durham investigation is starting to release, you know, proof of this. You know, the wheels of justice are slow to grind forward, but when they do, they grind everything up that's, uh, that's uh, untruth and is that uh, it is not justice. So they're, they're coming in. They're pulling all this stuff in. They're revealing all the information on it. That's going to be the downfall of all these people. So just like I was talking about with all of these police and, and Department of Justice investigations that are starting to really, you know, get momentum. They don't go anywhere unless we, the people, start to look at it and get become aware of it because they have so many sources within the political establishment, within the judicial establishment that are compromised. They're compromised by lots of money, you know, so they're bought out or they're compromised like we saw with Jeffrey Epstein, where they, you know, use you know, sex or some other form to compromise them and, and hold them accountable to whatever they want them to do. So we have a lot of this going on right now and it's being exposed. So as more of us become aware of it, we start to break those systems down, just like we're doing with the uh, government in Ottawa. So as more people are starting to see just how oppressive, you know, these, these people are that are in political uh, establishments, and how corrupt they are, uh, then it, it breaks their whole system down. The people stop uh, supporting them, pull away from them. And eventually, I think they get replaced and are held accountable. Because even President Trump said at one time, what Hillary Clinton did would have been uh, treason and punishable by death. He even said that in a tweet. So we're seeing a lot of pressure coming at these people from a lot of different angles now. 
you know, from us, the, we, the people, which is really where it's going to make a difference. And then from other sources that have been waiting for us to wake up so that they can put this information out. So we're, we're going to see more of this information come through sources like ourselves. So just like we're seeing on the mainstream media, you know, Prince Andrews, and, you know, we're seeing on the mainstream media, even that Prince Andrews is asking Kevin Spacey for clearance. You know, we've seen, you know, more of the Maxwell. Two years ago, it was a conspiracy theory, but now we're seeing it on mainstream. Why is it that the deep state are allowing that to happen if they are so in control and they, and, and they, they, you know, they usually take care of their own? That's an excellent point. So as, as we see that, when we see they're basically throwing, you know, people to the wolves, so to speak, it's to protect themselves because they, they can't support that anymore because so many people are seeing that, like we're talking about, they can't say anymore that, oh, he's innocent because they've been trying to do that. They've been trying to, they put them on these, uh, these talk shows where, you know, everything's, they know what's going to be asked. They control the information basically. And people just take it in. It's like, oh, that's the way it is. Okay. But now people are looking deeper at the information. So we're starting to get on top of the information. Actually, we are starting to control the information. So like sources like ourselves, we're, we're the information sources now. And we're coming on top of them, even though they're trying to suppress us at every turn, every, every move that we make, we're still able to get this information out there. Because we're doing that, it's collapsing their system. They're desperate. They're doing everything that they can to plug holes, but the whole dam is about ready to break on them. Uh, so as, as that dam, as those cracks start to materialize more and more, the people that are being exposed, they're just throwing them out there. They're just throwing them to the, you know, sacrifice, 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 you know? So that's the way Luciferians are, you know, it's all about fear control and so forth. So they're going to sacrifice people in order to try and protect themselves a little bit longer. So if someone's out there, people get happy, you know, okay, we got one. We finally got justice. Whereas if we dig a little deeper, we're going to see there's a whole lot more behind that one person they just sacrificed. We'll probably see, you know, people like Trudeau go. We'll see people like Biden go at some point and around the world. We'll see leadership around the world collapse, but there's still more behind them. So we have to continue to not just look at the people that are right in front of us right now, but know that there's a lot more behind that. You know, I've seen a lot of this stuff, you know, in my, uh, my days, my 35 years in the SEAL teams in the, in the CIA, hmm. you, you know, that there's deeper, more pervasive aspects of this, this deep darkness that's out there. And a guy like me can only do so much, can only reveal so much. And, uh, you know, I've had my life threatened many times. I've been, you know, attacked many times. A lot of us have been. So I can only reveal so much. And as people are able to digest that and understand that, then we release more and we keep pushing. So as, as some of these frontline people get taken out in this war that we're in right now, we're going to see a, a whole army behind them and they have to be taken out as well. So it's going to take time. Don't get disillusioned or or, you know, lose hope or lose your focus, every great war. And this is a war that's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. So it's not going to take that long to take these guys out. I think it's going to take, you know, it could take five years. It could take decades. It could take another hundred years. It's all about our consciousness, how we control the information because they control information. Once we 
getting on top of the information like we're doing right now, like we're talking right now, this destroys them, you know, because they have to be able to control information. Once they lose that, it's done for them. And then the next wave, they're done real quickly too, because they have to have these people out front to protect them. Once they're gone, the whole system domino like starts to crumble very quickly. Absolutely. And I feel like that it is. And also us talking about it does go out in the, in the consciousness. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Jaco. Join me on Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, where we'll uncover the hidden parts of our human potential and propel you to new heights of existence and consciousness realms. As a former Navy SEAL for 24 years and CIA security officer for 11, I've been involved in aggressive combat training and operated in combat zones for well over 35 years. From Panama, Kuwait, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Yemen, Libya, and Lebanon, I have honed my leadership, tactical, combat skills, and knowledge expertise to a master level. As a little boy, five years old, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL after watching the movie Navy Frogmen. I also looked at the movies and read the books of Ian Fleming, 007, James Bond. I wanted to be that when I grew up. And I was always inspired by entrepreneurs that helped humanity and brought about great change that furthered the consciousness and abilities of humankind to master levels. I always wanted to do that. The first two I did to an extraordinary level. And now today, as an entrepreneur and speaker, reaching millions all over the world, now I'm sharing the information that really propelled me. When I was a chief enlisted officer, I motivated, led, trained, and provided inspiration and insight to officers of all ranks, all the way up to flag level and even the Secretary of Defense for the United States. With my operational background, planning, master training, and course design abilities, I have trained thousands and thousands of military and law enforcement personnel. And now I inspire and train millions throughout the world with my intuitive insights into the workings of the human mind. I and many listening to this message are living proof that each of us have amazing potentials far beyond what most consider possible. For me, the impossible is what I strive to always master and excel at. And as a Navy SEAL and in the CIA and combat zones, I did the impossible over and over and over again. And now I want to help you do the same. Tune in to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast, and join the growing tribe as I show you how to unleash your own hidden potential. If I could ask Donald Trump a question, it would be, you know, he keeps stating that he would, you know, recently that he is going to take back the house and he's going to take back our country. You know, my question would be, how would you do that? What's your plan in doing that? What type of answer, Michael, would you expect Donald Trump to say? What would that look like to you? So every one of us, you know, ha has a lot of power. Every single individual is a sovereign being. We're like magistrates. So when we see something that's wrong, 
especially in the, the voting areas, because that I think that's the real thing that America is going to focus on. Not so much the health issues that a, a lot of people around the world are focused on. Yes, America is concerned about that. But the real thing that America understands and knows is that the voting situation is corrupted. And until we get control of that, we're going to continually have these problems. And so America is super focused on the election process. So around the country and a lot of states, they've been really cleaning up the election laws. It's been very, very subtle, very, but very persistent. And that's one of the reasons why they tried to pass this massive bill through Congress that would have given the Democrat Party a lot more power to control how the elections went in the future, the mail-in ballots, drop boxes, all the things that they use corruptly to control elections. So it should be, you show up, you present your identification, you vote, and your votes counted that same day. So they don't want that because that's how they won the last election. That's how they almost won the election that uh, Trump was involved in, but they came in and they short-circuited the system. And that's why they were so angry at Trump and why they constantly tried to take his administration down and said that it was it was illegal and he was corrupt, the Russians were involved. Anything that they could throw at him, trying to get it to stick, nothing stuck, all right? So now we're, we're seeing, and I know Trump is involved in this, he said this from the, from the day that he was elected, and I was, I was pushing this as well, that we have to fix the election process. So he, he, he harped on it, he harped on it. 2018 came, it should have been you know, a sweep in 2018, but it wasn't. It was basically the house got captured by the evil side, right? So almost they took out the Senate. So the Senate here in US has been the stalwart, basically the wall to keep these guys from you know, becoming completely powerful. I think this next election, because we have been cleaning up uh, the election laws in a lot of states, and we're, we're, we're still focusing on that. I think as we move forward, we get closer to that uh, election time frame in November, more and more of these election mismanagements, if you would call it that, in each state will be cleaned up more and more. And we'll get to the point where, like I said, it's one vote, same day, and you have to, you have to be registered. You have to you know, present your identification. And then once that's done, it's easy. Then the election is clean. It's fair, and we'll see a massive change. So I, I predict that there will be a major red tide that comes in, and that's because we've been fixing the vote. And he's he's focused on that. He's every time I've been to one of his uh, live events, and I've been to several of them now. He's focused on the uh, you know telling people you know how corrupt the system is, and that we need to fix that, and how to fix that. So as we're fixing that, I would be the same way. How are you fixing this next election? How are we going to win? And it's not that we're winning for Republicans or anyone else. We're, we're winning with people that are going to do the right thing. And a lot of Republicans are not right either. So we need to put the good people in. I think one of the things that's preventing President Trump, because we know that he was elected last time, one of the things that's preventing him from coming back in right now because there's so much corruption still out there. There's so many people that are posing as Trump supporters that are not. 
And I think that is starting to be exposed as well. So that has to be cleaned up as well. So it's not just so much about an election. It's also about the people surrounding Trump, because we've seen over the years, the whole time he was in office, there would be like a revolving door of people coming and going that, pr that prove themselves to not be loyal, to be basically deep state operatives as they they went. We're like, oh, so now we have a, we have a better one now. But no, they would be, uh, you know, corrupted as well. So we're seeing a lot of alternative news sources that I believe are very corrupt, right? I'm not going to name names yet. I have dropped a few names now, but it still remains to be seen how many people that are in the alternative news source are corrupt as well. And I think there's going to be a lot of them that are going to be exposed. So that's you, Nicholas, are very, very clean. <laughs> so I think everybody can see that. But as we move forward, we're going to see a lot of people uh, that are in this alternative news uh, source that are corrupted. I remember having an interview with you around the 20th of January around there. And we spoke about section 11.3, where the military can take action after one year. Um, the Biden administration became a belligerent occupier because they didn't identify their position. So since then, have you seen any type of activity that you may think, okay, this is the military part after one year of them taking action? We're seeing a lot of military aircraft that is that is going up. I think that the uh, the deep state has tried to use nukes already, and I think they've been stopped out. So a lot of people are like, why hasn't the military moved in? So having been you know in the military, I can tell you that operations that are done very quietly are not exposed, if ever. Right. So some of the stuff that's being done when I was in Iraq. I knew that some of my old teammates in SEAL Team 6, which are the anti-terrorist group, and also Delta, which is a tier one anti-terrorist group, they were going out at night and taking out some of Saddam Hussein's top people. So there's like a deck of cards. They had 52 uh, different people that they were going after night by night. I knew that they were being taken out. A lot of people still to this day don't know some of the work, some of the things that they were doing, but I did. All right. So I heard it through certain sources, through some of those guys that I was, I was actually there in country, uh, communicating with some of them. I still had contacts then. So now when I look at things, when I look at things that are, that are happening, and it seems to be a lot of people that have disappeared off the scene. Uh, we look at James Comey, where's James Comey been, you know, nothing, no crickets. <laughs> so there's a lot of people like that, you know, that have been removed. Uh, in one shape, form, or another. We still see, you know, these people that are posing as other people. And uh, I think a lot of people are becoming more and more aware of that. So, yeah, they can't come out completely yet because these guys have very nasty things that they could still do. I think they know that. And they're trying to, like, clear the field very slowly, very methodically, just like they did the dumbs. So the dumbs were definitely uh, cleared you know, throughout the world. So that took time. Are they all completely cleared? No, there's probably still some that are still being worked on. And a lot of people are like, well, where, where are all the children, you know, that supposedly came out of those? There's, there's ways to cover that too. You know, they come out in the middle of the night while people are locked down and they're put on buses and they're transported away. So a lot of these children that came out of those dumps have never seen the surface. 
So if they were to come out during the light of day, it would have been, uh, you know, very tragic for them. So they had to bring them out in the middle of the night, put them on buses, take them to other, other places. This happens. I've been part of these, these operations for, you know, most of my life. Uh, you can move in very easily around, around the population. I've done this in countries all over the world, you know? So a lot of people are like, well, I haven't seen it. It's because these are secretive, very, very specialized groups that go in and uh, take care of business. So it is happening. I see it for me to point it out would possibly disclose too much information. So I keep to myself some of this stuff, but I think people can see for themselves that this system seems to be collapsing. They seem to be in desperation. I know that because of the extreme measures that we're starting to see, this is another sign that they're in their last throes and they have to pull out all the stops because as they push harder and harder on us, that makes the population more of the population ready to push back on them. And I think once we start to see, as we're seeing right now, the populations of the world pushing back and that gains momentum, there's no way they can stop it. There's absolutely no way they can stop it. Absolutely. Now, do you think or do you know if the Biden administration has attempted to remove the wall that Trump has built at the southern border? And if not, why haven't they done so already? So there's still there's still some patriots that are involved and they're they're uh, stopping that out. And same thing. You have uh, different groups that are on the border, sheriffs and so forth that are stopping that. Now, we're seeing that Greg Abbott, who's in Texas, he's a so-so Republican, you know, that's trying to, that's doing good. But I think that if, and I don't think he will be reelected, that he would go back to his old ways. Right now, because he hasn't completely stopped the border crossings is very suspect to me because they make a lot of money on that. You know, the trafficking that comes across that, the drugs and humans and so forth. That's one of the reasons why the Biden crime family, when they first came into office, they stopped the building of the wall. So they get this this flow of money back into their pockets, which Trump was like slowly squeezing. So that's that's one of the things that, uh, you know, these guys do. So they're on the border. At some point, a new governor comes in to Texas and you'll see all of that stuff stop almost instantaneously because the all the border, Arizona, New Mexico and even Texas, you have corrupt governors. So Greg Abbott is posing as a good guy, but he's not. So as, as we move forward and there's a new governor elected in a lot of these, uh, these states, then you're going to see that border get shut down almost instantaneously. Now, we know Trump has been endorsing people to, you know, to, to I think, on a local level and, and for people to go into to the Senate, I believe. Please mistake me if I'm wrong. Do, do, do you see eventually that Trump may become the Speaker of the House and then impeaching Joe Biden and maybe taking his place through that avenue, if you like? I don't see that. No, it, the, only, the only thing that will, will happen is, is Trump comes back as president. He's, okay. he's, not, a, he's not a halfway guy. So he's, he's all or nothing. He's, he's a winner. Uh, he's always wanted business. He won when he was president and, you know, he was taken out. Not really, but he was, you know, removed to a certain extent to allow the deep state to, uh, to come in and, you know, expose themselves on a, on a greater level. So no, he'll, he'll, if, when he comes back, he'll come back as president. 
Now we we know we know Truth Social is coming out um, in less than ten days. Do you believe that the Truth Social will be global, or will it just be for the United States? And I'm asking this because I'm interested for myself. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought that it would be global, so I'd be surprised if it's not. But it could be just a rollout for the United States until it get the the kinks or bugs get worked out, because you know they're going to try and attack that by every means possible. I don't know what he's going to use, you know, if he's going to use the, the same system as basically deep state has control of, or if he somehow has this perfect network that's completely controlled and can't be, you know, cause when people come in and, you know, go into a system, any one of those people could be a plant to come in and, and take that system down. So I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, security systems he's going to have in that. But we're, we're seeing a lot of systems being taken down by the deep state. So he's going to have to have some super high speed, you know, security in that. It'll remain to be seen, you know, how that how that works out. If it gets crashed very quickly or if it continues to go, if it continues to go and there's no hiccups, it's going to be monumental and changing, you know, the consciousness. I think we all can 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 uh, see that because everyone will leave the old system and go to that that system. Now, old systems in and of themselves are not completely evil. Just like we have a, an evil administration here in the United States right now. So that doesn't mean the whole system's corrupt and has to be done away with. It means that the system has to be, that the corruption that's within those, the system has to be cleaned out and then strengthened. And I think that's what's gonna happen all over the world going forward. A lot of our systems, whether it's, you know, healthcare, education, political, a lot of these systems have been corrupted and overall they shouldn't be thrown away because I think that's the a wrong thinking that, you know, we have to completely build something else because that just takes too much effort, too much time. So we'll see what happens with president Trump's system. It's, it's a system that's maybe fashion after these other systems and it comes in and replaces them. That's a possibility. So does it come in and completely replace everything? I don't think so. I think it comes in. It's because so many people go to it that the other systems, because they would collapse because they have to be funded somehow because they would collapse. Otherwise they're going to reestablish themselves. So that I think is what, what goes happens going forward. So all the corruption that's within every system pretty much throughout the world, their system itself, because it's corrupt, less and less people use it and they don't have the funding and the money to keep that system going. They have to reestablish themselves to what people want. That's what you know. life has been throughout time. So people, as they allow something to come in or they resist something, they start to form something better. And that's what we're going to see going forward throughout all, all of our systems. Now, before we began this interview, you said that you there was something else that you wanted to talk about, and that was the Super Bowl. Would you like to share that with us, please? Yeah, the Super Bowl. So I think this was a, a monumental Super Bowl because all, all of the Illuminati signs were that the Tigers, the Cincinnati Tigers, were basically going to win, right? So because they didn't win means that China is being shut down. So every, all the signs were it was going to be a 9-11 event because it was a 911th game 
for the LA Rams. So were the LA Rams going to be slaughtered? You know, no, they weren't. And because they weren't, and because they beat, you know, Cincinnati Bengals, that they uh, were able to push back on China. So China, this is the year of the Tiger, the Bengals, the Tigers, the guy that head quarterback for uh, the Bengals, Joe Burrow. So you have Joe Namath, Joe Montana, Joe Biden. So all the Joes, you know, he was kind of representing the Joes because those other guys were basically manipulated. Cause I've been in the, when I was in the CIA, I saw that games were manipulated. They knew who was going to win like cricket games in Pakistan and so forth. People were coming and say, oh, the cricket games are corrupt. And then they put it out in the press. Did people care? No, they still went to the games and kept, kept betting on their side on the one they, they wanted to win, even though they're putting out there that the games games are corrupted. So we know that football has been corrupted for a long time. Like the last football game, I saw all the signs and I knew that the pirates were going to win. And, and that was their, their mascot name. And then the Brady, Tom Brady was going to be the MVP. So I, I showed everybody how that was presented throughout all of the different signs. I bet on it and I showed my ticket to everybody. And then they won, just like I said, they would this time. I'm like, something is different. Even though the Bengals should be winning, there's something going to flip here. And I felt it was like something that was going to flip just like when Trump wasn't elected. I felt that something was different and then he wasn't elected. So that's, that's what happened. I think in the Super Bowl. I think the white hat somehow had more of a involvement remains to be seen. That's just my thoughts. I thought the Super Bowl halftime is usually extremely in your face, demonic. Now, some people have pointed out that it wasn't so much in our face, but it was more subtle. That's good. So people are looking at this stuff deeper and deeper. So, um, as we look deeper at stuff and we start to see, you know, the, the conspiracies that are, that are running deeper, uh, and we can expose them, those systems collapse as well. So I've been, I've been pointing a lot of this stuff out. So yeah, the Super Bowl, I think was on a different level this time. So you're saying that the Super Bowl this time was much more toned down. It was more toned down and even to the point where the team that was supposed to win and be in our face, the Cincinnati Bengals, they were, it was flipped. They weren't able to do that. So I don't know, maybe, maybe at the last minute, they're like, well, we can make a lot more money because everybody's betting on the Bengals. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's, let's flip back over the, over the side and, and make money off the Rams. Who knows? But through all of the uh, Illuminati signs and symbols and so forth, the Bengals should have won. Uh, they were telegraphing that. And that could have been, you know, disinformation on their part. Who does? So, exactly. uh, like I said, I follow this stuff for many, many, many years. And I've called out, you know, who's going to win, who's going to lose, uh, because it was all in the signs. Uh, this time it got flipped. So was that a white hat operation? I feel that it was, but you know, I thought that the halftime show wasn't evil, but there's a lot of people coming out and pointing out a lot of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I saw some of that stuff, but you know, it remains to be seen, you know, how, how much of that was supposed to be, you know, subtle, we're still in control or was it like, you know, we have been taken down. I think time will tell. Absolutely. Well, Michael, Jayco, it's been an absolute honor to have you. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you so, so much for sharing that with us. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the viewers before we finish? 
Yeah, like always, you know, that that love vibration, that's the thing that breaks the back of this deep state. So they're always about fear. They're always about control and manipulation through the love vibration. You, you raise yourself to the highest consciousness that you can be in. And you're very creative. You're able to work around all the things are going to start to throw at us because they're going to come at us hot and heavy, even more so than they already are. I know a lot of people are like, you know, how can it be even worse? Yeah, it can be worse. You know, I've been in combat. It can get a lot worse. But as I look at it right now, I see on the other side of this, a lot of celebration, like I've talked about. There's going to be probably in the springtime, some nice victories. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Michael. And we'll speak again very soon. Thank you. Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.